Let's foray into Nevada's wild spaces. This is a half an hour adventure with the Nevada Department of Wildlife. This is Nevada Wild. Here on this Nevada Wild brought to you by the Nevada Department of Wildlife on 99.1 FM Talk. I'm Ashley Sanchez here with Aaron Keller. And today we have Game Warden Captain Brian Eller. We have Andrea Emnis, OGT volunteer. And then we also have Jim Kozajanski. I got all those last names right, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is our Game Warden Lieutenant for the Reserve Program. So we wanted to, it's hunting season. And people are ready to get out there, so we just wanted to highlight this program because it is so important. So let's just start with what Operation Game Thief is. Uh, well, the, the program started back in the 80s. Um, it is a way for citizens, uh, ethical hunters, anybody that's out in the hills during hunting season, if they see something they think might be a poaching problem or anything else that they think is kind of weird out there they can call a phone number our 1-800 number and report this to us because we we the program was all started because we only have probably 30 30 wardens for the whole state to patrol some patrol up to 10,000 square miles so we do need the help of the public to report stuff that they see so we can uh, at least get a game warden in that area to to investigate and with people getting out there right now, is there certain things they should have their eye out for? Uh, yeah, we uh, when they're out there and they, if they think they see something, they can, uh, you know, the best way to get information is just if they can take a picture from a distance, they can get uh, license plate numbers, uh, location of where they think the, the poaching happened, uh, descriptions of the people involved if they can write all this down and give that information to us uh, that would help us out a whole lot uh, plus we don't want them going into the crime what we'd call a crime scene and kind of tromping around if they can just give us a location we can get wardens out there we Ryan, also that's, that's really important you touched touched on one of the major uh, wildlife uh, violations being poaching but also um, people in wrong units, people shooting uh, pass-throughs or potentially shooting an animal, watching it go down, and then perhaps not the quite the same, the right size they wanted and shooting another. All of us that are out enjoying the wild can witness these things, and those are um, additional uh, wildlife violations that we ask the public's assistance on. Again, they don't have to ask or interrogate, just get the, as much information as they can and report it so that a game warden can follow up on it. You know, and, and just to throw a plug in there, if you see something, say something. If you're unsure, absolutely contact us. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So anything that looks suspicious in any way. And that's interesting, <clears throat> too. It may just be someone in the wrong hunt unit. Mm -hmm. Yep. So. Or just, you know, there's been many times where, um, especially on opening day, it's kind of like a parking lot out there of all the cars and hunters and trucks. And you'll be watching someone in your binoculars because you're both watching that same animal from different sides of the canyon, and you'll hear a gunshot go off. But then you'll see that guy the next day shooting again. But you may have seen him make contact with the animal or have a pretty good shot on it, and then they're out hunting again. Don't go talk to them. 
but get that information. I'd much rather use our game wardens to follow up on those instances than put yourself at risk. But don't just turn a blind eye. You know, exactly. see something, say something. That mm -hmm. was great cause. I'd also like to mention uh, it's not all all hunting violations. We also, uh, if people see individuals fishing and stashing fish in their ice chests or and they think they're catching over limits, that's also something that needs mm -hmm. to be reported. Because we don't, we're, you know, especially during hunting season, our guys are mainly running around looking at, talking to hunters. They don't have that chance to stop at all the rivers or creeks and stuff to uh, check fishermen at that time. So if they think they see someone catching over limits, fishing without a license or something like that, they, they should call us also. And how important is it that people are reporting this? Like, do you, do you rely on people in order to be able to stop these kinds of violations from happening? Uh, yes, we do. We we rely on the public quite a bit because, like I said, we have, when we're fully staffed, we have, what, 30, 32 field wardens for the whole state of Nevada. So some of them are, they average uh, about 3,500 square miles per warden to patrol. Some of these guys are patrolling up to 10,000 square miles by themselves. And we're down a few positions, so any help from the public that we can get with these calls uh, helps us out immensely. I think this is a great opportunity for me to pull my volunteer plug. Yeah. Wow. That worked great, Go guys. Look at you. Um, that is, as, as Ashley had said, I am a volunteer for the Nevada Operation uh, Game Thief, said, uh, Game Thief uh, program, and it's mainly because we don't have enough game wardens out in the field, and we don't want the game wardens spending time at our trailer doing our trailer events where they could be out in the hills, you know, protecting and serving, so to speak. Um, so I have for over the past, gosh, I don't know, eight years, nine at years, least, yeah. um, have been giving my, my personal time um, to this organization. And we're always looking for people to, we are a working committee, but we're very flexible with the commitments. There'll always be one of, I call us our veterans. You know, there's always a, us at the events, but we could always use the help if there's a way you want to give back or say thank you for either the wildlife to shoot with your camera or shoot with your bow and gun. There's no better way than to give back to those people that are providing that for you. So if you do want to, um, how would they get in touch with you, Brian, to yes, volunteer? Yes, they, they can con contact me at my office. And kids, you know, I always try to get my friends' kids. You know, volunteerism is, is a legitimate thing. I was raised with volunteerism, and I think the youth of today could definitely use <laughs> volunteerism yeah. um, to really, truly know to give of yourself without getting anything back. You don't sign up to get a free T-shirt. You don't sign up to learn the honey holes of, of hunting. You sign up to give back for something you're appreciative of. That is the reward. The reward is you giving of yourself. And I truly think that, not that about world peace but i truly think <laughs> that if people gave more of themselves to what they appreciate they it, it would it would be great and you know ashley actually you throw in there and i think the cap that could jump in here too is we're still looking to expand uh the program for operation game thief we would like to have a group of volunteers on the east side of the state eventually you know maybe in the mid-region maybe the southern so it's not always the same group of individuals going to each event because we all have lives we all got time off uh we, it's a balance thing we all so have it's to balance it a group of you and you guys correct go yeah. we're everywhere. the bulk of it we're the senior guys doing all the events and we always need help now we're, we're, we're taking this program in a new direction so brian's come on board re-energized the program since he's been here for three years as the captain for ogt and he's, he's we just need more help we can't do it by ourselves anymore we definitely need more help 
And Andrea, I have a question for you. But mm-hmm. before that, I want to tell people to go to our Instagram, the Nevada mm-hmm. Department of Wildlife Instagram. And Andrea took it over a few weeks back. And you, one of your posts was all your volunteer work but a lot of it was hunting so to learn more about Andrea and also see some of what she's done head to that because it was a great takeover that was one of my favorites thank you I I appreciate that opportunity um what do you get out of being a volunteer I mean you said it's rewarding so how Mm -hmm. how rewarding is it to you um well what I have a, a passion for things that I believe in and I believe very strongly in the work of the game wardens um, a lot of people think that it's they're all about the hunters. They're protecting the animal and the wildlife for hunters. And in fact, they're not. They're protecting the wildlife because it belongs to all of us. And yes, majority of the time, hunters may be the ones violating the, uh, viol- committing the wildlife crimes. But when I had seen a presentation from uh, one of the Endo, um, I forget who it was. It was God years ago. And they were saying there was only 30 game wardens. I was at a sports, uh, one of the hunters banquets. And I thought 30 game wardens for the state of Nevada. What can I do to help? How can I get out there? I'm in the hills all the time. If I see something, who do I talk to? How do I report it? And so it was a way for me to continue to enjoy and to say thank you for that enjoyment, to have the wildlife. I'm from Boston, so I had concrete. I didn't have the hills of Nevada. And the hills of Nevada are what I call home. And we can't call them home if we don't all do our do our part in protecting them. And it's a little bit different for me and her. I'm from upstate New York, and being ba- back in the New England states, everything is volunteer. There is no uh, a full-time fire department or a right. REMSA or any of these first aid mm-hmm. uh, departments. Everything back there is volunteer, so there'd be a first aid station with your volunteers that are EMS, whether they're off-duty nurses, EMT. Same thing with uh, volunteer fire departments. Everything back there. So we're coming from a culture Mm-hmm. We were born into it, being volunteers back there, and then coming out here, trying to expand what we already know as growing up like that and implementing into this program. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit different direction. That's why we need more help. It's giving giving of yourself Absolutely. something that, that you believe in. It's a great way. I love to educate. Mm-hmm. I want to get more women and youth involved in hunting, aware of what's out there. I mean, I'm an, as, as you know, if you go to Instagram, I mean, I'm, I'm a bow hunter. That's unheard of for women. I want the women to go out there, not to hunt with their husbands, but to have their own group to go hunt with. It's great if you, if you can, but it's not a way to, to penetrate and infiltrate a man's sport. It's a woman's sport to do with women. And I love when people come to the trailer and will recognize me, not for publicity's sake, no matter what cause says. It's a way for me, really? it's a way for yeah. me to educate them and go, give it a try. I never did. I never shot a bow other than, what, four years ago I started this? So we can do this together as a team and a community. And although we, we do want more help, it is fun going out to these events constantly and being recognized. Have you seen our trailer? I've seen our trailer. See You've seen me. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit mm-hmm. about the trailer. So you guys are just out at... You go all around the state. Yeah, thanks to our captain here, he gets us on the road more than we want to be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's why like, we need help. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I get requests, and sometimes I just say, hey, I feel sure. like taking the trailer here. <laughs> you guys ready to go? And you, 90% of the time, they're they're ready to go. So they're, they're a great help. And this is the crew yeah. right yeah. here. Yeah, pretty so much. Yeah. 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 And our trailer, for those that, that haven't seen it, it's we, we called it the trailer of shame. It's a representation of the animals that were, were taken out of Nevada, from stolen from all of you, either from poaching or wildlife violations, either didn't have a tag, 
uh, purchased a resident tag, which is illegal, you know, out of resident, uh, out of state people hunting with a resident tag here. And it's, it's a great way for us to educate and, and show people. Uh, what we recently started doing, uh, Brian gave me the opportunity to help uh, fuel my passion for educating the kids. We started a bingo game that's interactive. It's kind of a scavenger hunt bingo game with our game wardens and our trailer. So they have to talk to the game wardens to get answers as well as utilize our trailer as a way to educate the children. So it's not just go hunting and don't commit a crime. It's this is what's available to you in Nevada and a way to, to touch on the so youth. We've, we've had great success with so that. So she's kind of reinvented what the mission statement is now of the program by implementing some sort, bringing the youth in today. And uh, when we do our education display on the weekends, she came up with this program basically, answer some of my question, get, get a free pen, get a, get, a, get a flashlight or something of that nature, whatever we have on hand. But it's a great idea because it's taken the program, which most, program, most programs do not have some sort of, hey, good job, thanks for the good question uh, out there, whether it's county, state. So this is a great opportunity for the department to actually fulfill the mission and take it in a new direction. That is. Everybody likes it. Another spot that if people see you out there at an event and they're interested Mm -hmm. in volunteering, that's that's a place they could start. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we we, we try to get the trailer out, especially during the summer, as much as we can, you know, to places like Sportsman's Warehouse. We go out there quite a bit. Uh, We do some stuff at Cabela's. And uh, the last couple of years, we've actually gotten requests from some of the schools. And we're taking the trailers down to schools and talking to talking to young kids about give them a little introduction to poaching and hunting and stuff but mainly talking about the animals that are in nevada and uh it's uh, a lot of schools like it that we've been down to the dayton schools uh, twice mm-hmm. three times in the last sure. three Fernley, years so. fallon i mean a lot of those schools on the east side of reno here their parents are already hunters which is great and a lot of these uh, kids already know a lot of the answers we ask so when we're out there doing the education display, first thing I'll ask, how many of the kids, they'll come up in groups of 20 or 25 with their teacher, and I'll ask them how many kids out there hunt fish, and it's amazing how many actually do hunt fish in the audience, and they know the answers already. Some don't, but still, we're there to educate and uh, point them in the right direction if they want to be outdoor sportsmen for the future. Well, and that's it's a, a great a great thing, too, because absolutely. coming from Boston, I didn't know what a game warden was, game biologist. I didn't know that was a field of study. And so what I love, a lot of the questions on the bingo and scavenger hunt game is finding out what is one thing a game warden does, what is the role of a game biologist, because these children have to make life choices eventually, you know, to quote cause, what do you want to do with your life? Yeah. <laughs> well, this there will help go. introduce and just plant a seed. You know, you, you like hunting? Well, like we like the game wardens, while well, we say this is your office, where you are right now is your office. You know, not, not everyone wants us to be stuck behind a desk. It's and so, so it helps to educate those kids to... Well, that it's option. a great program, and we you guys are the best guests. We're just moving right along here. So we are out of time for the first half of the show, but we will be right back after the short break. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, leave us a review on iTunes and SoundCloud. For more information on hunting, fishing, boating, and all things wildlife, go to endow.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Nevada Wild. Um, Aaron Keller, he's been in this podcast as well. He's been keeping <laughs> quiet, but you had a question. I was just listening. You know, everybody's got so much information, and they are, you know, experts on this. They've been volunteering for years, and... Uh, you know, they got it down pretty good. But I think 
it'd be um, beneficial for to kind of like rattle off a few of the jobs or things that people can do if they're interested in volunteering with us. Absolutely. Thanks, Aaron. Yeah, I'm going to talk a little bit about the Reserve Game Warden Program. For all my listeners out there that are retired LEOs, law enforcement officers, uh, you have to have 10 years or more retired on honorable conditions, post-certified through to Nevada. Uh, if you're coming from out of state, which we've had some individuals in the past uh, apply here, but you have to challenge the written test with post, feel free to get a hold of post, and uh, then you could contact us once you pass the post test. So uh, I'm on limited time here, guys, for the audience listening. Uh, any individuals that want to apply uh, to the Reserve Game Program, the, the quick overview of the program is basically what it's all about is it's for post-commissioned part-time volunteer manpower to assist the full-time game warden with protection and management of wildlife resources and provide safety and protection of the residents and visitors of the state of Nevada. And this program is for retired law enforcement only. I got to I got to keep getting that out there because we have a, some gentlemen uh, and uh, our female officers that do listen to the program. They do apply, but they're already still working with an existing uh, uh, law enforcement agency. You can't do that because of a different criteria and the way the program's designed. This is for you got to be retired only, then you can apply with us, if that makes sense. Yeah, so there, there's <coughs> kind of two different jobs, right? There's the volunteer, like what Andrea mm-hmm. helps with, that is helping with the education and um, events and outreach side, right? Correct. So those are – anybody can do that. Absolutely. Right? Anyone anybody with that. a yep. passion to Absolutely. talk about yep. this program can do that. Yep. And then there's the Reserve Game Warden Program, which is retired law enforcement. Correct. Ten years or more. Mm-hmm. Everything's all good there. Yeah, then so that's a different program. And what does a reserve game warden do? So basically we do the same identical training, paperwork. Uh, don't, don't say paperwork. People are going <laughs> to <know. laughs> <That's true. Yeah. laughs> they, they all know. <laughs> Just they, tell them all the fun stuff they, they have to do. They send the paperwork to me. <laughs> yes, yeah. we do. Kay. Yes, we do. So basically we do the same thing as the full-timer. The only difference here is we don't collect a paycheck or a pension. Because you're already tired, LEO, so you're already getting a pretty good Did you say tired? Yeah. How about both? <laughs> I'm 55, and I'm still going full steam, So, which, which is amazing. Because I uh, uh, I retired from the sheriff's office here recently from Washington County. I was the commander up there under Chuck Allen. So this program is a passion of mine, and I love the outdoors. I love law enforcement. So uh, we encompass this, pro- uh, encompass this program six years ago, and... It's kind of where we're at today. So I just want to throw some numbers out there for you guys and listeners yeah, yeah, sure. to kind of what your it's fans, all about. You really mean your fans, Carl. Wow, you're, you're <laughs> killing me today, girl. <laughs> <laughs> to people listening, he is actually timing this. Yes. <laughs> yes. But he is very organized. <laughs> yeah. the, uh, so since we started this program, we have actually saved the department over $180,000. Wow. Yeah, $180,000. That's with... This is all with two game wardens. So there was myself and another gentleman recently uh, that retired. But the long term of this is to basically uh, put a reserve game warden on patrol, especially when we do our unit watches. Brian's going to talk about that here shortly. In the fall, when we go out for camping out for a few days and we do a unit watch, it's kind of like a saturation of game wardens to see what's going on in the east side of the state or wherever we decide to do our patrol. to get back to what I've done here for the summary of this program is this year alone, just just myself, this is just from one reserve game warden, I've saved the department $16,375. Wow. 
That's if I was getting paid at $25 an hour, roughly. So it just gives you a rough idea how right. much. If it was all getting paid, that's how much more it, uh, the department would have to pay out to the individual. Uh, so long term for the listeners out there, feel free to contact uh, the department. And we'll uh, definitely get back to you in the future. If you're retired military, feel free to contact us regardless. And uh, we'll they could be a volunteer. I mean Absolutely, you don't. You don't have to be. So. You don't have to be a commissioned personnel. Uh, and we'll just address what you guys, uh, what you have in your background to help out with the problem. You don't have to be uh, retired law enforcement. We have the civilian uh, side of the program also. Right. If you're interested in helping us out, we'll find something for you to do. Yeah, there's, there's <laughs> plenty of opportunities. Absolutely. From sitting here so, today. so the reserve game wardens are going out and they're they're acting just like a. a End out game where yep, full time. Yep. So they're going out and they're patrolling areas and they're talking to hunters Correct. and they're helping people find game if they're absolutely not seeing deer and uh, you can st- stop them and yep. talk to them. They're you know they're all doing it all. It's outstanding because there's been some parts, especially on the east side of the state, that I've never seen before. That is God's country out there. I love the wild horse area. I love all that part of the the state. It, it's it's amazing what's actually out there. And then once I've talked to some uh, retired cops that we actually do meet out there from different states, they're like, hey, actually they heard about the Reserve Game Warden Program. So I've kind of mirrored this, what California Fish and Game did many, many years ago. They had a Reserve Game Warden Program. So I kind of uh, encompassed what they did, kind of went through, uh, made a couple contacts with their Fish and Game people over the years, and that's how we built this program. That's kind of it's such a success right now, and we have a lot of individuals that are retired or here going to be retired in the future, they're going to hopefully come on board. Yeah, and I think out. as more people find out about the program, Absolutely. it's just going to grow. It's, it's a great way to give back. Mm-hmm. It's right. like, I don't need the money. Right. I love the outdoors, mm-hmm. and that's why I do it. It's a passion of mine. I don't need to get paid or anything else. I mean, that's the reason I do what I do. Right, and so, Brian, can you kind of, like, expand a little bit on those unit watches and what, mm-hmm. like, what does that mean? Uh, yeah, well, while we refer to as a unit watch is what we do we'll take a, one of our trailers one of our ogt trailers with the animals in it go out and set it out up somewhere out on a crossroads out in the middle kind of in the middle of nowhere middle of everywhere and everywhere <laughs> <laughs> middle, middle of everywhere <laughs> and you know next to a main highway or a turn off and hope that people will stop by it gives a chance for uh, hunters the general public to stop by, talk to a game warden, possibly talk to the warden in that area. Uh, sometimes we have the game biologist that's for that unit or that area. They'll be at the trailer. We just—it's uh, kind of a fun thing. We go out, we get to camp out for a few days and set up the trailer and and be out in the middle of everywhere. So yeah, <laughs> and we're doing two of them this year. We we got one scheduled up at Wild Horse. Uh, in August, and another one up south of Elko uh, in Area 10 in sep- September. Right. September so is the the wild horse one, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. Yep. The <laughs> wild horse will be in, in September, and then the first part of October will be the one for uh, the deer season there in uh, Elko. Nice. So who takes part in this exactly, or who uh, can come out to these? What we do is uh, if, we, if we end up getting volunteers from – Elko or Ely or somewhere that's close by, we'll take the trailer, set it up, and there will be game wardens. Uh, some of the area game wardens will be there, and we kind of just go out, and they go out and patrol. We might have a few more wardens from out, out of the area that show up and just go out and, and kind of saturate the area. 
with uh, wardens and patrols. And anybody can come to the trailer if they they just want to come out and check out the trailer. We'll be out uh, just sit alongside the road uh, talking to anybody yeah, that wants to come out. It's kind of like an open invite. You can yeah. just, once you pass the trailer, turn around, come back, say hi. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See if there's any info. Absolutely. I mean, you guys are seeing the the deer, the antelope, whatever's coming out that people have harvested. Yep. And what's great you know, about so it, and a lot of the people that come, they'll approach us, and like you just said, they'll give us information. Hey, I just seen this guy possibly doing something illegal, so it's a great way to be anonymous if they wanted to go oh, that route too. Yeah. Right. yeah, they're just letting you know what's you out bet. there, what it's, they've seen. It's, you a, know. it's, it's, it's great. an uh, easy way for someone coming you know, on their way home, and they could stop by and say, oh, I saw this camp up here this week, and they're doing something fishy. We can get it's reported right there. we got people that could go check it out. Right, and they're point. also giving you guys the info, you know, if they have a cow tag and they yes. see some deer. You bet. Yep. They're like, hey, I, you know, I didn't get my cow, but there's some bucks up there. Absolutely. Maybe you guys can help somebody And out. the newest so. thing, we we bring a Keurig now. Yes. Don't we? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we got smart about we it. We have a generator. Because we are coffee-drinking individuals. Coffee-drinking yeah. cool. <laughs> So if you need to stop for a <laughs> Absolutely. Coffee, come on in. Yeah. Or Keur- have a cup of coffee while you're talking. Give us some information. Sure. All right. I just want to make a statement. The Keurig was not my idea. That was, <laughs> I, that was, I was mine. A, I was against the Keurig. I wanted a pot of coffee on a fire just bubbling coffee yeah. down <laughs> for the Lord. How they do you had feel to have their the fancy now? <laughs> they have their fancy coffee. Yes, Captain. How do you feel, how about, do you the feel about it now? I actually uh, made some hot chocolate. With <laughs> <it>. <laughs> so you've See? given it. That's <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think we've, we've thrown out a lot of information and we've, we've shared kind of what our passion is. So if there are anybody, any listeners out there that do want to volunteer or even donate, you know, all of this is done on our own time and our own funds. So if you guys do have a passion, $5, $500, or any of the sportsman groups that want to, you know, f- feel free to get in touch with the, with the, what is it, headquarters? Should they call headquarters, Brian, to, to donate? Yes, they can, call my, they can call headquarters and ask for me. And that also goes with our uh, reserve uh, warden program. Uh, most of the stuff they do uh, is all on their own dime, and, and we need funds for them to, you know, buy them some equipment because the department doesn't give them all the equipment. You know, uh, also, we 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 try to get funds if you'd like to donate uh, to kind of offset some of the travel because we do. I I do kind of get them to travel quite a bit to places, and they're forking out their own money to to stay at hotels or to camp out or do right. whatever, pay it, for meals and stuff. It, and it just, just to put a plug in there, the, the most biggest expense out there for our listeners is all of these reserve game wardens that apply with us and they actually do become wardens, our biggest expense is the bulletproof vest. So that could be from anywhere from $400 and up. Oh, wow. so, I mean, and that's yes, important, it's, too. Yes, I mean, in this day and age of what's going on, we all see it on TV every day now, uh, we need donations specifically for bulletproof vest. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's my biggest. Yeah, maybe there's a company out there that Absolutely. might want to sponsor. So any of your listeners out there, feel free to contact the captain. And uh, please, always, we always need uh, any Yeah, because it, it, it is a volunteer program, so they're using a lot of their money to, to do what they love to do and want to keep doing. But it does help when we get some people that may, uh, you know, $5, $10, whatever you can donate to the program to help keep them equipped and and what they need to be out in the hills yeah and i think that's a great point is that any dollar that is donated the way that endow has it set up now with our our accounts is that if it's earmarked for reserve game wardens or ogt it goes to that it doesn't go to the big pot or anything like that it's earmarked for those programs 
and uh so it's used where it needs to be used um it's not kind of distributed to everybody else so perfect well yeah. what great programs we've talked about today and again there's so many volunteer opportunities out there so people get out there contact brian eller um yeah give us a call talk. they can yeah. call me i can kind of give them some info and as thank well. you all for being here today. You thank you, Ashley. Yes. Well, yeah, thank you for letting us get on here and talk about this. Right sure. on, guys. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Join us again next week for our next adventure, Nevada Wild. It's a production of the Nevada Department of Wildlife.